Hey friends, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, August 30th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder and executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about The Writer's Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writer's Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Put your hands together and let's welcome my friend and yours, Kevin White, to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. It is Tuesday, August the 30th, 2022. And I am so excited to have you in the audience. If you're listening on YouTube, welcome. If you're uh, listening wherever podcasts can be heard, welcome. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have a friend of mine, a new friend, Melvin Pillay. He is a Zig Ziglar platinum speaker. He is a leader to world leaders. And we recently hosted an event in Raleigh where he spoke and shared a powerful message, the power of believing. I am going to take his message and put it into three parts over the next three episodes. So today you are going to have the privilege, trust me, the privilege of listening to part one of a powerful message from God, the power of believing. I hope you'll trust me that you'll put your hands together and that you will welcome Melvin Pillay to the Kevin White Show. Wow, what a wonderful thing. You know, I was in down the street in Texas one day, and an elderly couple got into their car, and obviously the lady's car. And I saw the back of the bumper sticker, and the bumper sticker read, Some mornings I wake up jumping, and on other mornings I let them sleep in. <laughs> now, I don't know how you wake up in the morning, but jumping is certainly not the way. Somebody once told me that the joy of the Lord. Is our strength. You see, there is strength in joy. Now, here the thing happiness is a state of mind, but joy is the state of the kingdom of God in you. Dr. Antonio Contreras, one quotes like that. One minute of laughter strengthens the body's immune system by eight hours, and one minute of anger reduces the body's immune system by 24 hours. And so he goes on and says that the joy of the Lord is truly your strength. So there's something about having joy in your heart that's absolutely contagious. I teach a lot on sales and public speaking. And so one of the things I say to people in sales and business is 80% of sales, 80% of everything in business is likability. If people like you, they will listen to you. If they listen to you, they will trust you. If they trust you, they'll buy from you. 
My friend, there's no better way to get people to like you than to be a person filling your joy. A joy is not enthusiasm inside of you. Enthusiasm is a Greek word that means it's your cheese. God lives again. What the world needs now is the phone goes with what? Love, sweet love. Enthusiasm means God lives again. That's what you need right now. If you run your business, don't be afraid of using the word love. The greatest thing you ever do in life is to love. So I'm from Texas, actually. I mean, I look it, but I'm actually from Texas. Now, the thing I learned about Texas is this. When you drive in Texas, you always going to look behind you. Because the ranger is behind you, all right? Now, in Texas, we have a famous ranger, and his name is Hot Lois. Now, we learned when we enter Texas, we have a single in the best, and it has to say, in Texas, they tell you, Chuck Norris is so bad, he makes honey in his heart. <laughs> Chuck Norris is friendly when they call him his son. He said that one day Chuck Norris kicked up horse in the gym, his descendants are now known as drugs. Now, I don't know if Mr. Norris can or can't do that, but it suddenly paints a picture in your mind, doesn't it? Success is all about painting the right picture in your mind and picture in those that are around you. The world is looking for a picture of hope. And there's no better hope than you can give the world than the hope that's in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to talk a lot today about life and success. I'm going to talk first. If you promise to listen very, very intently, okay? In communication, it's so easy to be misunderstood. It reminds me of a story of, an, of a lady and her three sons. Well, they were very poor. As the boys grew up, they left home and went into the big, wide world and became very successful. On the 92nd birthday of mom, the boys come home. And that evening, the brothers are bragging about the gifts they bought to mom. The first time the boy goes, I bought mom a Mercedes Benz and driver. The second brother goes, oh, that's nothing. I bought Mark the house value a million dollars. The third boy goes, well, that's nothing. He says, you know how mom loves to read the Bible, but her eyes are so bad, she can't read. Well, I bought mom a palace that could recite the Bible. <laughs> it's taken Calvin to train this bird on how to recite the Bible with me saving a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, the boys go home. About a week later, mom decides to write them each a letter. For the first time, Malcolm, she says, Malcolm, the car you bought me is useless. I don't go out shopping much, and your driver is very rude. For the second time, Milton, she says, Milton, the house you bought me is of no use. I live in only one room, but I'm going to clean the entire house. <laughs> For the third time, Maxwell, she writes it kind of nice. Dear Master, I'm so proud from all of my children, you're the only one who probably said the chicken was delicious. <laughs> now, for the animal lovers, no bird will harm in making that joke. We have a communication problem in life, you know? We just absolutely misunderstand people. 
We think we know what people want, but we do not know what they want. Let me tell you what people want. Around the world, billionaires, millionaires, the people with other things in their pocket, they all want respect. If you can learn how to respect people, only then will they allow you to love them. Respect perceived love. That's what Jesus before. He showed them love. He showed them respect. If you respect clients, if you respect people, they'll be open to listen to whatever message you have in your heart. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Let the message of love flow out of you. But it only works when you respect people. Understand people and you will find that life is actually very easy and nice. Well, I was actually born in South Africa under the apartheid regime. We were born in poverty. We lived in tin shop, nailed together with sheet metal. We were so poor, we had only two makeshift beds. Mom and dad sat in one bed, six children on the other. I joke with people who we are so poor, we used to go to KFC and make other people singers. <laughs> First job interview, I traveled by Greyhound, not the bus, the dog. <laughs> but seriously, life was very difficult because of apartheid South Africa. We literally, truly lived in a tin shack. So I came to people, anyone can stop or nothing. She doesn't matter where you start, she doesn't matter what you didn't have, it only matters what you believe and picture you paint in your mind. Thanks to God, we had a mother who was a believer. She believed in the power of prayer. So when we were little children, she'll tell us a story about this great God that the missionary told us about. This great God called Jesus, who lived in America. <laughs> They told me if we needed anything, Jesus would provide if we learned how to pray. So I came my mom at night saying, Jesus, I've got no food for my children. Can you please give us food? The next morning, she light a fire outside, she put up water on the stove, and she go for a walk. An hour or two later, she come back with a chicken in this hand, vegetables in this hand. I said, Mom, where are you getting the food from? She said, My son, the Lord provides. Don't ever forget the person that built the foundation that you are standing on right now. Nobody makes it to the top by themselves. Every single person in this room, somebody took the time to think about you. Somebody took time to pray for you. Somebody spoke life into your destiny. So for me, it was my mom, my precious friend. I can almost assure you right now that you are doing something for somebody like this very moment. As you build other people's platforms, your success in life will go higher and higher and higher. That's how this thing works. So we live in poverty, and one day an incident happened in my life that completely changed the trajectory of my life. My dad and I went for a walk to the local supermarket to buy the groceries. So he came back and on our way back home, a group of men encountered us. And they 
looked at me, I had torn clothing on, with no shoes on my feet, and they sat at me, they laughed at me. And my dad was very really angry, very really upset, but he couldn't do anything with a large group of And as my father turned away, I saw the look on his face of absolute defeat, that he could do nothing for his little boy. And I said to myself, I will never live in poverty. Something happens to you when you say to yourself, enough! No more! I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to live in this, in this excuse anymore. I'm tired of this comfort zone. At age seven, I made the decision, saying to myself, bubble. Well, I saw an airplane fly away. As the airplane took off into the heavens, I started to chase off. As it drifted away, I looked at that airplane and said to that airplane, one day, I'm going to fly in you and I'm never going to stop flying. Well, guess what? Decades later, the dream came absolutely true. Precious friend, something happens when you believe in yourself. The number one problem God has with his children is what? I joke with Paul, as I said to him, listen, they know that the disciples had not believed a single thing that Jesus said. They said, what do you mean? I said, well, absolutely, they didn't believe him. He said, oh, come on, Melvin. What do you mean? I said, listen, did Jesus say that he was going to die? Oh, yes. Did Jesus say he was going to be resurrected three days later? They said, yes. He said, how many disciples turned up at the tomb of day three with fish and bread? Now, one day he came with oil for his body. So the bottom line is this, people just don't believe God. They don't believe how great a person lives inside of him. If you could but only believe in yourself, believe in the gifts that he's given you, believe and not doubt, you can achieve anything that life has for you. There's something about you believing in yourself that changes the entire trajectory of your life. I have found this in working with people. People generally have six bad jokes about money and success. Five excuses about themselves. And one comfort zone of fear, familiarity, or failure. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. The proverb says that as a man thinks, so shall you be. How you think is how you feel. How you feel is how you speak. How you speak is how you perform. Your performance are your behaviors. Your behaviors become your habits. Your habits become your destiny and your life. It all starts with how you think. As a seven-year-old little boy, I thought that one day I'm going to travel the world and speak to audiences all around the world. And guess what? I had no clue on how it was going to happen. And I thank God for that. If I knew how challenging it was going to be, I would have stayed there in my level place. It's okay not to know where you're going as long as you know the one who's going with you. 
Melvin, thank you so much for sharing this part one of The Power of Believing. I hope you in the audience have been enriched. I was as I listened to this message again. And I hope you'll be back next week for part two of The Power of Believing with Melvin Pillay. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us worldwide on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence, made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. Kevin White.us.